Well, hello everyone. I'm your host, Cindy Ketzel. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nine to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with experts to bring you the best in HR, talent management, and business strategy. We always want to hear from you. If you do have any recommendations for topics or a suggestion for a guest, please email us at podcasts at hci.org. You all, we are so fortunate today. I think there's only been one other time, oh, twice now, that we've had the opportunity to have two guests on one show with us, and today will be our third opportunity to do that. We've got Diana Ralston from Candade and Bailey Saunders of the Journeys Group, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about each of them, but we're so glad to have them with us today and for taking time. Diana is the founder and executive director of Canned Aid. That is a national nonprofit that created a movement rallying people to become catalysts for change in their communities. And you all, they provide water in crisis. They work in the arts community. They are keeping people outdoors or communities outdoors. So many things that they're doing. So definitely check them out. Her many years of experience in the nonprofit sector and her unconventional and entrepreneurial approach have changed the way people think about philanthropy. Hardwired to create a culture of connection, her passion and enthusiasm are contagious and have helped propel Candade to the next level. Bailey is our co-guest here today, and she is the community outreach manager for the Journeys Group. She started with Journeys about seven years ago in the facilities management department, but her passion for community and human connection kept her reaching to land where she is today. She takes great pride in her role on the advisory board of Youth Villages in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, Diana and Bailey. Welcome, welcome. Thank Thank you. you so much. It's great to be here. I mean, the fact you both were able to join us is pretty cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Of course. Yeah. So I guess here is my first question. And I know I kind of, you know, was sharing just a little bit in my own vernacular there. But Diana, could you start us off and just share a little bit about what Candade does and then share with us the value, and I know you and I talked about this, but just share it in your own words, the value of asking Bailey to join our conversation today, Diana. So if you don't mind to start us off. Sure, no problem. First of all, thanks so much for having us here. It's really a fun opportunity for us to share some of the work that we do nationally and then highlight the partnership that we've had with the Journeys Group for several years now. So Candade is, as you said, a national nonprofit. We got our start almost a decade ago, which is very exciting. We turned 10 in September, but we started in Colorado and have since become a national organization. And we have four pretty broad program areas, but the common theme throughout all of them is this genuine belief that everyone, as human beings, we all have the ability and desire to give back and do good. And so Candade 
hosts projects all over the country where people can do exactly that. So through our Treads and Trails program, we would host a bike or skateboard build where community members are invited to come out and actually physically build brand new bicycles or skateboards. And then the next day we donate those items along with helmets and we team up with professional athletes and we donate them typically to Title I, high needs, low income schools for an entire grade giving those kids the resources and the education and know-how to actually get outside and move their bodies, get off their screens and use their bikes and skateboards to start being more active and healthy. So that's one of our programs. We also, as our name indicates, Canned Aid, we started out by providing canned clean drinking water to communities in need post-disaster. And we also have a music and arts program where we do community murals and beautification projects. And we work with a roster of touring musicians who actually help us raise funds and awareness for our program and then help by going into schools and donating musical instruments, providing hands-on music lessons and performing music for the kids. So it's a lot, but the thread then is just this volunteerism and how one little bit of giving back can actually have a ripple effect of goodness. I've had a chance to scour a little bit about you all in the news and on your website and what you've done with other organizations. And yes, thank you. I was like, A, it's such a clever name for your nonprofit. But yes, I did finally figure out the connection. I'm like, oh my gosh, because you work with a brewery, I believe. We do. Correct. It is. We started out working with Oscar Blues Brewery, which is an international brewery now, but it did start here in Colorado. That's so cool. I know. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I mean, I'm like, what a cool name you came up with out of all of that. So yeah, that was really awesome. And so Bailey, I'm going to bring you in here. But when Diana and I had talked earlier, I had said, you know, we haven't really talked about the core of a conversation about volunteerism. And I know that it's on the minds of an, an active value for a lot of organizations. So Bailey, tell us a little bit more about why your organization chose to work with Candaid. Yeah. So Journeys, we have our kind of internal philanthropic program called An Attitude That Cares. And for years, it was supporting our brands and their philanthropic adventures. And we came to a point where we were like, we want to start doing our own and really digging in and providing opportunities for our employees to um, volunteer. And as we started investigating this, digging into you know who we would want to partner with, obviously, I connected with Diana. And I'll tell you, from the moment we talked, we were like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> we align so well, you know? We have stores all over the U.S., Canada to, in regards to disaster relief. So we were like, oh my goodness, the canned water, when something is to happen, we could send something there. We could do area-specific activations with a larger impact of all of us coming together. We've really done a variety of things, and I think that's what we were looking for, was something that could provide a variety of things that still had its finger on the pulse of who we are as a culture, which is youth-focused, people-focused. So our minds kind of had a little explosion, our first chat. (laughs) I love when that happens. When I spoke with Diana, I was really excited about this. Also, there's a little bit of energy and passion in Diana's voice. Yes. Talking about it too. I know you hear it too. So I learned about the attitude that cares for journeys. ATC, I believe. 
Yes, correct. I was reading about your activations around the country. So I thought that was really cool. You guys have continued to work with them and do things. What a really, what a great way you started off, Bailey, saying we're throughout the U.S., we're throughout Canada, we're seeing these disasters. And so that instant connection of how do we get clean water right? To all of these different communities that our stores are in because your employees are impacted, their families are impacted, right? You're starting to see that connection and what a great opportunity to collaborate and help not only communities, but probably employees that were impacted by that too. A hundred percent. And I think the kind of string that it pulled throughout the consistent messaging as well, right? Being like, we're able to do this for each area. If something happens here, it's one consistent message. And I think that was something we struggled with because it was kind of one-off, one-off. And then this kind of brought that streamlined process to it. Yeah. And Diana, what were you going to offer? I was just going to say there's an actual beautiful full circle moment that we had at our very first big event and activation with Journeys. And it was at their all sales meeting in Nashville because that's where they're headquartered. So they had store managers from all over the country come together for their sales meeting and Candade came in and we worked with their employees to build I can't remember. I think it was close to a thousand bicycles over a day and a half. But so actually at the sales meeting, you were able to do that. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So our team is really great. Like once we get the green light from a corporation, our program team is a master of logistics behind the scenes. So they make it all look easy. But in any case, we're there, we're walking around the room where people are building bikes and we're walking around speaking to some Journeys employees. And one of the employees said, oh, I know Candade. I'm from Flint, Michigan. And you all provided my community with water years ago. And we drank it. It was the only clean water that we had. And all of us got chills. We're like, oh my gosh, this is what it's all about. Like something good happened. You were a benefit of it. And now you're paying it forward by building these bikes. So it was really just, you know, when you do something good, it feels good. And it inspires you to do more good. Yep. And I see that all over your website, obviously, and in the testimonials, that term do-gooder, right? Every little bit continues to build more and more positive energy and more and more support for our communities. So yeah, I would have had chills too. What a cool experience you had. (laughs) And to bounce off of that with that specific employee, just another full circle, this person has continued to be heavily involved in our Attitude That Cares program and is really passionate about Candade and what they do and continues to reach out and want to initiate more community outreach, which is, that's the end goal, right? To get our employees involved and wanting to continue. So it's a really cool story. Well, and I think like, here's this really profitable organization who helped families in my community, you know? And I'm working for this company and they care and it's a value to them. You know, it's not only that you helped my family, but also as Diana said, I now get to give back. I now get to get my hands dirty a little bit and pay that forward. So yeah, you're right. It's a full circle experience and engaging, right? It keeps those folks engaged to the values and the missions of journeys. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things about Journeys too, is that they really are a company that puts their money where their mouth is. And they have this entire section, you know, ATC, that really focuses on giving back. And they don't just do it in Nashville, where most of their employees are. We've done things remotely with their market meetings in the fall, where we're shipping 
20 skateboard kits to be built to all of these. I think it's 78 or 82 different markets across the country and Canada and they come together as, you know, their employees and they build the skateboards and then we are able to facilitate a donation. So those skateboards stay right in those different markets. So it's amazing to me when companies do this, I feel like a decade or a decade and a half ago, it was the rare company that was doing this. And now I feel like consumers expect the companies that they support to be giving back. And it's really nice when you get to work with somebody like Journeys that really believes in all of that and builds that culture from within. I 100% agree. And that was kind of leading to my next question. You know, my goal, obviously, I wanted to make sure folks had some awareness about Candaid and the awesome work that Journeys was doing along Candaid. And then also, you know, from Diana's point of view, you know, so that other HR folks out there understand you all do some of that heavy lifting for them, which makes it manageable for different sizes of organizations. So, What I wanted to ask you both, and Diana, we can start with you, but what do you see then as the benefits of offering those organizations a variety of ways to give back to their communities? You know, I think it just gives people that many different touch points. You know, you might not be an avid outdoors person, but maybe creativity and the arts are really what make sure hearts sing. And so we've done almost all of our program offerings with Journeys. So their employees could come together and assemble art kits, which is just really a series of about 15 different art supplies that then go into branded gift bags that are donated to children in foster care. But we ask the people that are assembling those bags to color the bags, to decorate them, to write an inspirational message. And there's, again, something kind of magical that happens when you're with a group of adults who typically don't take time to be creative and to sit down and color the chemistry, the energy in the room changes when they're doing that. So, so we have the art kits, we've built skateboards with them. We've done some river cleanups with the journeys employees. We've built bikes and we've even painted a community mural. So there's a lot of different ways for people to feel like they're making a difference in their community and they're getting involved. And then they go home and like you said, proud of the company that they work for. Yeah. And oftentimes seeing the impacts too, right? Like they're seeing the mural, they're seeing the kids on skateboards, et cetera. How about you, Bailey? What's your thoughts? Same question, the benefits of offering these organizations a variety of ways. I think you had mentioned to Diana, the impact that your team, the dialed in, all that kind of stuff. You know, we were a team of two <laughs> and uh, trying to achieve these giant projects and having an organization that came to us and said, we can facilitate this, you know, and we became one big happy team that we were able to achieve all these things. But to Diana's point, part two, with the variety of options, I think what's really cool is we can pull specific projects into our specific projects. So for example, you know, we sponsor different music festivals and, you know, we did one last year and we're continuing that partnership this year. And how do we tie that in? So we, you know, did an instrument donation that tied in perfectly, of course, because we're working with the music festival, we were able to have one of the bands come out and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, certain districts, Dallas, Texas, we did an art kit build and we kind of talked to the district manager and say, you know, what's your interest here? And that was kind of what piqued their interest. So the ability to have a specific activation in a different category for something specific to what project we're doing is really special and gives us a wide variety under the same umbrella. We're still promoting Candaid. I, I always say it's become a household name in our company. And 
that's really cool that we can achieve all of these things in every different bracket under the same umbrella. So thank you, both of you, for shining a light on that question. I just have another question to follow up. Bailey, what does that look like? Because obviously your journey's stores are probably open retail hours, if I had to guess. Yeah. Okay. How are you able to organize like your folks that are in the store? Do they take a day off? Is it like, what does that look like for if they want to volunteer? What does that look like for them? Yeah. So our full-time employees are all eligible for eight hours of community outreach paid, which is fantastic. When we coordinate something from our end, like with Candade, we usually don't deduct those because we're trying to kind of spark that passion, right? So they can go out and volunteer on their own. But yeah, like the one we just did in Dallas, we worked with the district manager on a day that wasn't a peak day and they supported us in that and said, great, we'll pull our key players out. And I think it goes back, you know, having a great staff there, the rest of their team was able to kind of run the store and we had these managers in. So we like to try and make it as easy as possible. Candate again is fantastic at working with our odd requests sometimes, that whether it's timing, um, location, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. the adaptability, I can't speak highly enough of how much they really mold into what we need. So does that mean then, you indicated, Bailey, we want to ignite that spark. So if we're doing an organized event, we're not necessarily saying, hey, go ahead, you know, use those PTORs. Does that then kind of instill in them, hey, store manager, I would like to take a half day or day, I don't know, you know, whatever that looks like in terms of hours off because there is a X, Y, and Z happening in my community and I would like to volunteer. So is that what you mean by that? Like kind of allows that spark for them to find some of their own passions as well? A hundred percent. Yes. That's kind of the principle of ATC is it's about our employees at the end of the day. So what are they passionate about? What do they want to do? I've recently been working with this manager and they are doing something in their community theater and using some of their hours. And we were able to provide some shoes for this. And she called me and was like, you know, I see what you guys are doing with Candade and with all the community outreach. And I really, it kind of enticed me to reach out regarding this. So just planting that little seed saying, we support you in your organizations and in your own community. Yep. And Diana, with Candade, because you've got so many areas of focus, and then along with Bailey, what you're saying, it creates like an inclusive opportunity to give back, right? So here are these different focus areas that we get involved in, specifically organized with our store, but also take the time to do something that inspires you as well. So you're kind of are giving a pretty, well, I keep using the word inclusive shoot, but you really are making it an inclusive opportunity for your employees. Yeah, I think that's the goal. That's exactly what I was going to say. Certainly that's the goal is that people leave feeling inspired to do more and realize that they can do something right where they live. And it doesn't have to be this Herculean effort. It's a little small step that makes the world better. Yep. And that goes back to your whole mission anyways, right? To kind of propel that thinking. Diana, I wanted to ask, and I think this will be really important for our community. Bailey had mentioned they were a team of two 
and Candade being amazing at what they're able to do and logistical geniuses and figuring all this stuff out. What are you able to do to help those organizations, maybe like Journeys or others, to kind of lift some of those heavy boulders, if you will? Sure. Honestly, we do everything, literally everything. Once we find out that, yes, this is the project that you want, here's the timing, we hand it over to our program team and they handle all the logistics. So oftentimes corporations want it to only be an internal event, which is fine. And it can be at a, like we did with Journeys, at a big hotel conference center where a bunch of employees are coming together. Or we also do offsites. We'll host events at breweries or wineries or public spaces, and we handle all of the logistics. So if you wanted to build 100 skateboards or 1,000 skateboards, our program team would coordinate all of that, work with the venue, find the appropriate recipient, you know, a, a school nearby that had needs. So we really handle everything. We ship it. We have our professional athletes out for the assembly the next day. I think that's something that's unique as well as, yes, everybody wants to see the fruits of their labor and high five when they see 1,500 bikes lined up or 1,500 skateboards. But really the next day when we go and surprise these children and they realize that they're going home with a brand new bike or skateboard, they're learning how to ride it safely. They're learning about the importance of moving their body. It really is changing lives and the kids lose their minds and get so excited. So it's really, really nice to be able to invite the employees to come with us to those donation events so they can just see the immediate impact of their work. I was going to ask you that. Do the employees get to see the fruits of their labor? But you answered that for me, that there is an opportunity to invite others. Because I can imagine that's also the point at which people get chills, right? Seeing the faces and the sparks and the lighting up as some of these wonderful gifts are being delivered. Yeah. And, you know, we've worked with um, Medtronic and a lot of their employees are actually building medical devices on an assembly line. And so they take time out to come build a bike or a skateboard or do the art kits, but then they don't have that time off to actually go to the assembly. So we have even videoed things so then we can then share it through their company network. So they at least get to see and feel that joy in those magical moments. So if they can't be there in person, we do try to do something so that they can see the impact that they've had. I'll tag onto that as well. Just in regards to the donation piece, that was such a huge piece. And I think in our deciding factor on partnering with them is the ability to have that in-person donation. The majority of the feedback from our employees are like, we want to interact with kids, right? So they get to do the whole story start to finish. And to Diana's point, they're in different courses and stuff throughout the sales meeting. And at the end, you know, they didn't get to participate, but we got to pull our home office employees to go and do the donation. We filmed it and were able to share it at the end of the week as like a hype video. And so they got to see that. So it's really cool. The puzzle pieces that come in to Diana's point as well, her programs team, I can't speak highly enough about their, their are saving grace. Uh, they were fantastic and they really do plug in however involved you would like to be or not. We like to be hyper involved and they provide step-by-step details, anything you may need, any feedback, fantastic team to work with. That's awesome. Well, I have to say I was doing my homework and there was a note on the website. I don't remember which category I was looking at it, but it was from a little girl. She was saying how much she loved her bike, that she loved it so much 
that she even asked if she could ride it to school the next day or what have you. And then she said, and my bike is fire. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so like, because I'm so removed from that, you know? And so to think about these kiddos, Bailey and Diana, for which you're talking about, to think about these kiddos and having these, you know, what to us is probably a, such a small moment, but to those who are being impacted, it's such a huge moment to capture it that way. So that's, I guess, where I want to go as we're tying up here. If you all want to share maybe what stands out for you as you think about the work that you've been doing you know, how it is impacting, whether the community, the employees, specifically for journeys, or even organizationally, you know, if you wanted to share a little bit more as we round out here. Again, like when Bailey and I first connected, we were, like she said, blown away by all of the alignment and overlap. And we just couldn't get off the phone because we were so excited throwing ideas at each other. But when she says that Candade has become a household name and that we're part of the Journeys family, it really is true. And their employees, they do such a good job of wrapping us into everything. For two years in a row now, they've done a donate at the register. I think it's one, three, and five dollars that people can add on when they're checking out at Journeys in stores. Oftentimes, you'll see a keypad at the grocery store or whatever, and it's just a simple button. The technology wasn't able to do that. So they had to rely on their employees talking to a customer as they're checking out in the holiday rush. And they had to say, hey, would you like to donate to Candade? And if the person didn't know who Candade was, they'd say, oh my gosh, so this amazing organization, we've done X, Y, and Z with them. And just through that, the experience of their employees talking to a customer at checkout, they raised $178,000. And I think it was about 50,000 different people that actually donated. And to me, that is just mind blowing that their employees were that bought in on Candade and this connection between our two organizations that they were able to articulate that to people that were busy and frazzled in the holidays and still raise that amount of money for us. But I think Bailey has a specific example of somebody that took it even to the next level. Yes. Uh, this is the best story. Well, and I think to touch on that too, is we do this large scale build in October, the past two Octobers where Diana had mentioned earlier, we send out 20 skateboards, their district builds it, donates it. So that kind of starts the excitement around Candade. And then starting at the end of November is when we start the donate at the register program. So that personal tie to the organization throughout the holidays and being able to promote that is just such a beautiful story. We had this one employee and she reached out and was like, hi, I have someone that I shared Candade's mission with and they want to come in and make a very large scale donation. And we're like, okay, let's figure out how to do this. They typed in $5, I think 25, 30 times. It was a very large donation and it was a huge, huge, huge impact for this. And just that story and hearing this employee share that they got to build the skateboard at their market meetings and able to donate it into their own community and it impacted their own community. So in turn, they were so hyped, you know, they were so hyped about it that they promoted it outside of their store. It was someone in conversation and that person came into the store, made that donation. And yeah, it's just so cool. So cool. That's so awesome. And I had mentioned earlier, volunteerism, giving back, supporting our own communities we work in. I mean, it's on the minds of and often an act of value for many organizations. And the two of you sharing that, what, 
two minute story. That's what it is all about. Just as you talked about earlier, when you had that connection about the person from Flint, Michigan, that's ultimately what's happening, right? Like you said, it's like just continuing to pay it forward or not pay it forward. I guess that's not the right terminology. But it just, as you said, you know, it's so important. You keep hearing things about the quiet quitting, the great recession, et cetera. It's like ways for people yeah. to do good in the world and then also feel good about the company that they work for. I think it's really powerful and obviously very impactful just from the way that the Journeys employees are telling it to you know, customers coming in off the streets. I think it's certainly resonating, which is the whole goal. And we're really grateful that it seems to be working. Yeah. And as you all have shared through this conversation, there's so many layers of that level of engagement from being able to give back, see the gifts being passed on, being the person that's been impacted in the community. I mean, there's so many layers of it. So you are well done. I mean, both of you all, I'm so grateful. Thank you, Diane. I'm so glad that you reached out to me and we were able to host you today and for bringing Bailey in to be able to tell her story about journeys. I mean, this is what it's all about. So yes, thank you. This is great. And I hope that our listeners out there, um, you know, whether it's Candid, whether it's another volunteer organization, just really get that sense of how much this gives back to our employees. So thank you both for being on today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Cindy. All right. Well, nine to thrive listeners, just a couple of things real quick here, please. As I mentioned at the top of our time together, if you do have a suggestion for a guest or a topic, email us at podcasts at hci.org. Also be sure to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Your rating helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover our program. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in. Make it a great day, everyone.